going to 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 4 through 6. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to touch on just a little bit of this. Amen. We're going to touch on a little bit of this today, this word. And then we, we're, going to, we're going to bless God and we're going to go ahead on and get a plate. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 4 through 6. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Chains are being broken in here even now. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. It says, in, in such trust have we through Christ to God. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves. But our sufficiency is of God. Who also hath made us able ministers of the New Testament. Not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter, meaning the law, killeth. But the Spirit giveth life. Now, I want you to back up just a moment. Where it says, not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves. But our sufficiency is of God. And I just want to preach from a topic today, the blessing. Of inadequacy. Oh, we're gonna break it on down to you. The blessing of inadequacy. Father, we thank you. We bless your name today. We give you glory. We step aside and let you have the floor. In Jesus' name we pray. Let everyone say amen. You may be seated if you can. Look at your neighbor, tell him, say, there is a blessing in inadequacy. Because, you know, our life is filled with struggles that reveal human inadequacy. Not only that, physical problems that we may have, someone may have today, leave us struggling and weak unable to cope. Not only that, maybe it may be relationship troubles. A relationship thing that you might be going through that has caused you to be confused and stressed. And if you, we go a little further, you know, the continual battles, if you will, with bad habits and addictions that we're dealing with that make us feel defeated. Might be a financial situation or job demands that damage your self-worth. But what I want you to understand is God can use every one of those. No one likes frustration. No one likes feeling inadequate. But the fact of the matter is that we do have some inadequacies. Let the church say amen. And anybody that's facing a challenge today, I want you to understand that God can use that and turn it around. Now maybe you've never heard a sermon like this. 
maybe you've never looked at it this way. Maybe you've never considered inadequacy a blessing. But a lot of us here today was led to God because of something we couldn't fix. Amen, somebody. But God can turn all these negatives around. How many know what I'm talking about? When we acknowledge our helplessness, not only that, when we begin to look and depend on the strength of God, and we step in to challenges, knowing that God can, with confidence in Him, and Him only, God would then come in and turn it around. We look at David and Goliath. When we begin to read that, we see that David did not do all of that on his own. David began to talk about the power of God. He said, I come in the name of the Lord of hosts, God of Israel. He said, this day, he said, the Lord will deliver you in my hand. Oh, come on, somebody. He said, the battle is the Lord's. In other words, he said, I'm coming in the name of the Lord. What I'm going to do, the power that you see that will come from what I do is not me, it's God. Because I can't do this without him. We can't move, we can't breathe, we can't live without him. Even those movements right there, it's God in action. Amen, somebody. How many thank God for leading you to church one day just because of something you couldn't fix? Trust no man. Let me, let me tell you this. Trust no man who is self-sufficient. Oh, come on, somebody. Somebody that thinks they can do it all on their own and they don't need God, don't trust that. When you see a man that does everything for the Lord, when you see that, that is a man who realizes he can't do anything without the Lord. And so we have to understand that as we move forward. How many of y'all know we are somebody in Christ? He is who makes us somebody. I don't care, you know, where we might come from, what our title is. But when the dust settles, it's God and God alone that makes us somebody. Oh, come on, somebody. And so there's four reasons inadequacy is a blessing. And I want to talk about those. Is that all right? Let's look at it real quick. The first one is this. It drives us to God as we recognize our helplessness. Our inadequacies, it drives us to God as we recognize our helplessness. Because what we got to understand, many of us that are here today, including myself, that's what drove me to God. Trouble that I couldn't solve. Things that I couldn't do on my own. Things that I couldn't pull together brought me to God. Something that I was inadequate at. Had to figure out I couldn't wake myself up on my own. 
If God did, it wasn't an alarm clock. It was God that shook me and woke me up so I could hear the alarm clock when it went off. There's an old saying, and, and, and I thank God for it. They, they, they begin to say, they said, if you think you got your own self up when the alarm clock went off, take an alarm clock to the graveyard and set it off and see if anybody gets up. Amen, somebody. But it's God that does it. When we come and we begin to let him have his way in our life. The next thing I want to say is this. The second thing is it motivates us to live in the power of the Holy Spirit. Because there's certain things we cannot do without the power of the Holy Spirit. Even when they went into the up in the upper room, when Jesus told them to go up, up, up there and wait for the Comforter, who is the Holy Spirit, he said, don't preach, don't run no revival, don't do nothing until the Holy Ghost comes, because you're going to need that power to do what I've called you to do. The Holy Spirit will give you energy. And will give you power and endurance to do things that you could never do on your own. But if you jumped up and said, oh, I got this. I don't need you, God. You would fall quickly, amen, and be devastated. But with the power of God in your life, oh, come on, somebody. That's why we can do all things through Christ and through him only who strengthens us. Because we don't have the power. Some of y'all have gone through things now that you know if it had not been for the Lord, you would have lost it. You would have lost your mind. You would have shot somebody. You would have went off. Your mind, would, oh, come on, somebody. It was too much pressure and stress to get through. But when you gave it to God, when you sat back and said, God, if you don't do it, it won't be done. Because I'm inadequate to do this. There's a blessing in it. Come on, somebody. And see, I realize that everybody want to be looked upon and say, oh, we know you can handle it. Oh, we know you got it. Oh, we know. Because it does something to your ego. Oh, come on, somebody. When you feel inadequate. It does something to you, to your pride, when you feel inadequate. Oh, it does something to your nerves. It does, especially men. Oh my God. Can't, can't tell me I can't lift this. Oh you, oh, you need some help. Come on here. That's, that's. But when you grab something that you can't pick up, how many of y'all got hold of something that you couldn't pick up? Oh, come on, somebody. You know, if it had not been for the Lord, oh my God. See, if I bring Samson around here right now, Samson will tell you, everything I did, I found out. All of that strength that I had, it came from God. I was inadequate to do that, but because of God in my life. That's why they couldn't figure out where his strength come from. He wasn't a big muscled up guy walking around, been working in God and Go's gym for five consecutive years. That's why they couldn't figure him out. He was a little Pee Wee Herman fella just walking around. And then he'd just pick up the gate and throw it on his back and walk up a hill with it. But it said the power of God would come on him mightily because he was inadequate to do it. Don't ever think. 
that everything you do, oh, come on, somebody, it's all your strength and your power because he got up after he got through sinning. He got up and shook himself. And Superman had met his kryptonite. What is your kryptonite? What is the habit that you all? What is that thing that you've been trying to break away from and you couldn't? What is the thing that you do that nobody sees that you've been trying to break away from? That you found that you were inadequate to handle? But let me tell you something. Today I came to tell you there's a blessing in that. Because I know someone, I know someone who can handle it. Oh, come on, somebody. As long as you say, I got it, the more you won't have it. But as soon as you throw your hands up and say, Lord, here it is, then there comes a blessing. Oh, come on, somebody. In inadequacy. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Anybody thank God for the blessing? Oh, my God. Oh, this is, this is good. This is good. Come on, somebody. Ain't it good, y'all? Now, I, I want you to see, my, my third point is this. It increases our usefulness to God by humbling our pride. Oh, it increases our usefulness to God by humbling our pride. So you've got to understand, when God looks for someone to use, he does not go and look for those who are already full of themselves. He don't look for those who are full of pride. He looks for empty vessels. Oh, come on, somebody. Second Kings chapter 4, when, when you begin to look at that, and, and, and they, were, they were in a famine. And when the woman began to say that, that look, they're going to take my children. They're going to take everything I have if I don't pay this bill. And Elijah the prophet came, and he said, what do you have in the house? And he said, and she began to tell him. And, and, and so he said, go out and get all the vessels that you can. Get all the empty vessels and pour oil in them. When she got them, she, she borrowed vessels. And when she brought all the vessels in, she filled them all up with oil. You know what it was symbolic of? It was symbolic of rounding up the people. Rounding up people that's empty for God because oil represents the anointing. The more empty you are, the more God can anoint you. How many of y'all want to be filled to the rim? Amen. With the anointing of God. When you come to God empty, he can use you. When you come to God and lay down your pride he can use you when you come to God and lay down your conceitedness he can use you when you come to God and lay down that you got it going on yourself God can use you somebody give him praise in the house anybody want to be used that's when God can use you when you empty everything out and say Lord here I am thank you Lord Jesus 
Look at your neighbor. And, uh, I, you know, I, I, I don't I maybe pray you don't be offended. But look at your neighbor and ask him, say, are you full of it? Wait for an answer. We don't. See, you, here's, the, here's the thing. Either, either we empty it or God has a way of bringing you to an empty state. Oh, come on, somebody. He has a way of bringing you to an empty state. When people think that everything they've done, it, it was on their own, you know, I did this because of my wisdom. I did it because of my wits and my knowledge and my ingenuity. And all of a sudden, God said, hold on, let me show you something. He can wipe it away just that quick. See, the thing about it is, God don't have to take your stuff. All he got to do is take your mind. Come on, somebody. That's what he did to King Nebuchadnezzar. When he began to say, look at what I have done. Didn't give God the credit. Say, look at all that I have done. You know, this was this. All this came out of me. My power. And God heard him. With one wave of his pinky, he took his mind. And he grazed out in the, in the field with the animals for seven years. And then when God gave his mind back to him, that's when he said, Lord, I give you the praise. If it had not been for you, there's nothing I would have. If it had not been for you, I wouldn't be here today. I thank God for being in my right mind. Good God Almighty. Doesn't matter everything you have if you don't have a right mind to know what to do with it. Oh, give God a praise right there. Show you right. Amen, somebody. You got to learn to give him praise, give him thanks, and give him honor. Because our weaknesses and God's strength form an unbeatable combination. Lord, here's my weakness. Just put your strength on it. Pastor Wynn like to say that God put his super on my natural. Then I become what? Supernatural. Oh, come on, somebody. Only because of the power of God in my life. He is the one that makes me capable of doing everything. And see, if I were to call around and, and look around in the Bible, and, and if I could bring them around the mic, so many great people, because God had a habit of using inadequate people all throughout the Bible. He had a habit of using what we would sometimes call nobodies throughout the Bible. He said, there's a, oh, that's a nobody, I can use him. Oh, that's someone, amen, that feel like they're on the low, they're on the low that I can use them. There's somebody that don't think too much of themselves I can use them bring them on right here he took one little boy amen with two fish and five loaves of bread that's the only time they mentioned him amen but God used him amen let me have your lunch amen the boy got oh my God is in the book amen the most popular book in the world the Bible because why he allowed God to use him oh come on somebody Moses began to step up, and Moses told God, he said, Moses, wait a minute. He said, God, wait a minute. I can't even talk. I don't even know. And God said, don't even worry about it. I got your inadequacy side. I can take care of it. I'll tell you what to speak. In other words, who made your mouth? God asked him, who made your mouth? I made it, and I'll show you what to say. 
Oh, come on, somebody. Joshua came up. Joshua said, I'm scared. How can I lead all these people? I don't have enough power, enough knowledge to do all this. He said, the same way I was with Moses, I'll be with you. He said, everywhere you put your foot, I'm going to bless it. Oh, come on, somebody. He said, don't worry about that. I would never leave you nor forsake you. He said, just, oh, just follow me. He said, the battle's not yours. It's mine. Ain't it bad? Somebody in the house. Good God of mine. Jeremiah said, Lord, he said, I'm too young to do this. I can't do this. Folk looking at me crazy. He said, don't even worry about their faces. He said, just open your mouth. I'm going to speak for you. Not only that, in the book of Jeremiah, he said, you haven't expected in. He said, I got you. Don't worry about your age. Just do what I told you to do. I'm getting ready to hook you up, boy. Amen. I know people think you might be inadequate, but I am full of adequacy. Somebody shout glory in this place. If I could bring Gideon around the mic, Gideon would tell you, he said, my family is the poorest family in the land. I can't do this. I can't lead your people. He said, I don't know how to do this, God. Oh, my God. I don't have a whole lot of money. I'm poor. I'm at the bottom of the totem pole. God said, you the one I want. He said, when I get through working with you, he said, I'm going to smite the people through you as one man. He said, that's why I'm going to reduce all the thousands down to just 300. And they go, oh, my God and one man don't hit them so hard they won't know what to do somebody shout glory you can't tell me he ain't bad Isaiah came along and said oh I can't yeah I can't do this he said I dwell around people of unclean lips I can't handle this God said I got you covered son he said, an angel took a hot coal, put on his lips, cleaned his mouth up, hooked him up. Good. And when God got through with him, he said, Lord, here I am. Send me. Why? Because he got the revelation. I don't have to go by myself. God's going to go with me. And he's getting ready to hook this whole thing up in the name of Jesus. Oh, come on, somebody. Ain't it bad, y'all? I say, ain't it bad? Somebody know it bad, just high five. Somebody says, ain't it bad? Oh, good God Almighty. Ooh, hallelujah. Oh, my God. Paul came right there and prayed three times. He said, wait a minute, I'm used to, I'm used to you busting the move for me, God. I done prayed three times. You know, I, I, how am I going to do this? And God said, I'm just letting you know who been hooking you up. And I move because I want to move, not just because you called me. Because whether you didn't know it or not, you're inadequate. <laughs> but I am. But I'm getting, I'm, I am adequate. But I'm getting ready to give some power on you to let you know that my grace, come on somebody, is sufficient for you. When I lay this grace on you, oh my God, can't nobody handle you. When I lay this power on you, ain't nobody going to know how to handle you. Somebody shout glory up in this house. Good God Almighty, can't nobody do me like Jesus came. Can't nobody do. See, folk might look at you and say, oh, you're too young. Oh, you don't have enough education. Oh, you haven't been, you haven't been in this long enough. Oh, you, uh, you don't know what you're doing. Oh, you need some more schooling. Oh, you need to sit under somebody else and do, so, do A, B, and C. 
but when God calls you. Oh, I said when God calls you. Oh my God. That, oh, good God. That's why Paul had to tell Timothy. He said, don't worry about your age. Don't worry about when people are looking at you talking about you too young. He said, don't worry about that. When God laid this anointing power on you, can't nobody handle you. Amen. You're going to be able to leap over the wall and run through troops. Why? Because of the power of God on my life. Amen, somebody. Good God Almighty. And how many of y'all know that God is a man of his word? He's a man of his word. Because you can't, and, and you can't do it without him. Can't do it without him. When Elijah came along, Elijah was a bad boy. Y'all know Elijah did some stuff. Elijah hooked up some people. Amen. And oh my God. Elijah whipped 450 prophets of Baal. Amen. Just by him, by the power of God working through one man. He whipped them. Every witch and warlock couldn't handle them. Amen. And he performed eight miracles. And I said, good God Almighty. But then when he, when he left, then, oh my God, he, he gave Elijah the mantle. Elijah was standing there and put the mantle on him. And, and he said, you're going to do double what I did. And Elijah, oh my God, he's supposed to do double, but he, but he died at 15 miracles. And the devil wanted to call God a lie. Oh, he said, oh, see there? He was one short. And they messed around, and a man died. And they took the man that died and threw him in the, in the grave where Elijah, come on somebody, was buried. And he messed around and hit with Elijah's bone. There was still enough anointing in Elijah's bone. Amen. To hit with, when he hit the man, the man came back to life. Amen. And jumped up out of the grave. Somebody shout, Larry! You got to understand. Nobody can handle God. Oh, we can't do it, but God can. Even when you dead, God will still be true to his word. He let you know, see, he said, Elijah is not even here, and I'm going to fulfill what I said he was going to do. He said, I'm going to show you who's adequate. Don't ever call my bluff. Oh, don't ever jump up in my face. Oh, come on, somebody. Good God of mine. Oh, glory to God. Look at your neighbor. Touch him. Just touch him right like and say, watch it. Just watch it. Say, then give God a praise in here. Say, watch it. Say, Whoa, my God. Good God of mine. Because we serve an adequate God. Amen. And see, I came to tell you today, don't worry about your inadequacy. Because your inadequacy makes you just right for God. Ooh. See, any time you say you can and you can do all of it, and see the thing about it, your inadequacy makes you just right for God. Oh, my God. Hallelujah, somebody. Somebody give them a praise in here. Good God Almighty. Woo. I'm just about through right now because I feel like praising them in the house right now. I'm telling you right now. Woo. Glory to God. Because I know if it had not been for God, Good God. See, that's why we call him El Shaddai, God Almighty, the God that's more than enough, the God that can do anything but fail, the God that can show up and show out anytime he wants to, the God that is unstoppable and unbeatable, oh, all-knowing God, omnipresent God, omnipotent God, omniscient God. 
That's why I heard somebody sing the song. Old folks used to sing a song. They said, as long as I got Jesus, I don't need nobody else. Then they said, long, long, long as I got him, I don't need nobody else. Yes, sir. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Somebody that praised God for your sandwich that was in this message, just give God a praise right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Because you got to understand, it's not all about your obedience. It's about who you being obedient to. When you be an obedient to God, He can move. Good God Almighty. Good. So don't worry about your inadequacies. Deep, don't worry about what you can't do. Because he got the rest of it. Oh, he got the rest of it. Oh, my God. See, 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 see there's a passage in the Bible. Oh, my God. When, 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 they were bat- when, when the children of God was battling the enemy. And they, were, and they got in a fight. And they got to battling the enemy. And, and when they were battling the enemy, all of a sudden, you know, they were shooting arrows at them. And they can only get so many of them. And all of a sudden, they looked up. And God was throwing down rocks from heaven. See, what you can't get, God will get the rest of them. Don't worry about what you can't get. God will get the rest of them. Look, high five your neighbor say, God got the rest of it. Oh, God got the rest of it. What you inadequate to get, it's a blessing because God will say, don't worry. I see you doing all you can. Don't worry. I see you putting everything forward. Don't worry. I see that you're giving it your all. Oh, my God. He said, I'm going to take care of the rest. Some of you say, I'm doing all I can do. But God said, I got the rest of it. Some of you said, I've hung on as long as I can hung on. I cried every tear I could cry. Amen. I begged all I can beg. I've been on my knees as much as I can be on my knees. I've done everything I know how to do. But God sent me here to tell you, I got the rest. If you need this, just shout glory. Everybody that needs this, give God a praise right now. If you think you got it all by yourself, that's all right. I ain't talking to you. But if you, oh my God. My God, my God. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Oh, it's all right to cry. It's all right to share the tears. Some of y'all, this message right here, God is letting you know through this message, I heard you. Because some of y'all said, Lord, what, what else can I do? God sent me here to tell you I got the rest he said I am totally adequate brother Jennings he said he got the rest of it he said if you do your part he said he got the rest oh my God thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus somebody just give him praise in here Oh my God, somebody's being healed right now. That person that hung on long as they could hung, hang on. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Somebody came up in here saying, if that happened one more time, I'm out of here. But God's, oh my God. He said, I got it. I got it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, somebody. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And the fourth one is simply this. God 
gets the glory. God gets all the glory. Thank you, Lord Jesus. God gets all of the glory. He gets all the glory. He gets all the glory. It's a fool to try to take God's glory. He gets all. That's what happened to King Nebuchadnezzar. You don't, don't you try to take his glory. Amen. He'll, he'll, he'll hook you up and shake you up before you try to take his glory. Don't ever say it. Sometimes people, people might say, you know, they, they might say, look, they say, elder, pastor, evangelist, bishop, you preached a good message today. Ooh, that was powerful. Be quick to say, God gets the glory. He gets the glory. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He gets the glory. He gets the glory. And, and, and it's time for us to move from trying to get by with our habits and all this kind of stuff. And we need to give it to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Give it to God. Give it to God. Take your hands off of it. Give it to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That don't mean keep doing it. That means say, Lord, I'm giving it to you and I'm going to stay away from you. You're going to have to hook me up. You're going to have to help my body where I don't crave that no more. You're going to have to help me because, Lord, I don't want this no more. I want to change. I want to move away from that. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And just like the woman that was caught in adultery. He didn't tell him to go and work on it. He didn't tell him. But because he was in charge and he saw the problem, he looked at her and told her, he said, go and sin no more. In other words, he said, if you give this thing to me, take your hands off of it and turn the other way and turn toward me. He didn't give her an out like we're doing today. Oh, it's a gene. That's the reason they keep robbing people. Oh, it's a gene. That's the reason they, they acting like that. Oh, is it is a oh I, I understand that. But you got to understand the power of God is greater than that. He made you. And he can change anything in your body. Call, come on, somebody. He made you. And he can turn things around within you. When we say that, we say that God is inadequate when that is a lie from the pits of hell. When Jesus rose, when he came back, he got up and he didn't say, I got some power in my hand. He said, I got all power. He said, I'm totally adequate to handle your situation. And I know somebody get, might, might get upset, and somebody might get upset, but, and, but when I say this, but, I, but the, 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 with the things I've gone through in my life, when I do pray a prayer, and it doesn't come out the way that I always think it should come out, I've learned to say, well, God, by and by, I'll understand. Because I know you know more than me. And later on, I understand why you answered the way you did. Because you got to understand, God don't tell you no. He just has a better yes. He knows more about the situation than you do. 
He knows if you can handle that blessing or if you can't handle that blessing. He knows what you do. Perhaps every one of us in under the sound of my voice, we've gotten upset with God because a prayer wasn't answered that we thought he should answer. My father told me, and I'm closing. He said, I, I took him to a restaurant that had a type of sausage that my mother used to cook. Old-fashioned, old-timey restaurant. And my, my mother had just passed. And he said, I sure wish your mother could have been here. To, she would have loved this restaurant. In certain places, he was kind of leery about going because he said, you know, most of the places I went to, she was with me. And now when I go to a nice, beautiful place, I think about her and I wish she could have seen me. I said, well, Dad, let me tell you something. I said, where she is right now, there's nothing that you can see down here that can compare To what we, what, what you said, that what she sees right now, there's nothing down here that can compare to it. She's waiting for you to get up there, waiting for me to get up there, and waiting for my siblings to get up there to see what she sees right now because there's nothing down here that can compare to heaven. And many times when we get upset with God because there's something going on in the heavenness, in the spiritual realm that we don't understand right now. My God, I don't know who I'm talking to, but somebody's getting blessed right now by this. So the next time you want to get upset with God, think about that. That He knows more than you. And He sees more than you. He knows what's around your corner. He's looking down on what you can't see. And so whatever He says and however He responds, just learn to give Him thanks. Just learn to thank Him. The Bible says in all things, give thanks. I know all things. That's why I don't say for all things because everything is not good that you might not go through. But it say in all things. Whatever you're going through. Still be able to look up and say, Lord, I thank you. Thank you. Didn't go the way I thought it would go. But Lord, I thank you. I give you praise. I give you glory. Thank you, Lord Jesus.